Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. We're here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. Today, we are talking about how what got you here is not going to be what gets you there. In other words, what got you to where you are right now in your business, in your life, is not the same things that are going to get you where you want to get to. In fact, the strategy that you're currently applying, the formula that you are currently applying to your business and your life right now will run out. Maybe it already has run out. And if you want to go to the next level beyond that, then you need to level up. You need to level up yourself as the entrepreneur, the business owner, and you need to level up the business itself. This is why this podcast exists. It's all about leveling up yourself and your business through raising your game, your personal game as the entrepreneur, the force, the driving force behind that business. So unfortunately, the truth is you're going to have to continue to evolve. I know this can be scary. The reason it's scary, by the way, is really simple. There is a natural reluctance in us, a natural resistance in mankind, in the human psyche to creating change. We existed and we survived for millions of years, not by thriving, but actually by surviving. In other words, to do just enough to get by, as opposed to if I did more, if I created the change, if I upset the status quo, I could get more. The reason being is really simple. If in our evolutionary past, in nature still today, if you are still going strong, you know, years and years into your life, and in our case, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 years into our life, why the fuck would you unconscious? Why the fuck would evolution and nature allow you to upset that balance? So the problem we have in life is really simple. We are constantly learning to find an equilibrium of what will keep us safe long-term. So when we're kids, we're learning from our parents initially, then our circle, our tribe around us. We're learning from our own experiences. We're learning from what we see others achieving or failing at. And the problem we have is that we're not learning how to thrive. We're not learning how to be the best version of ourselves, or you know how to create everything that is available to us in this abundant world, what we're learning is how do I survive? How do I stay alive long enough? How do I get through this next period of my life? Today, this week maybe. So we have all these evolutionary forces that are constantly holding us back to our animalistic, our primitive nature, our primitive selves. And if we want to evolve as a species, if we want to evolve as an individual, we need to break free of some of those traps. And one of those traps that really holds us back is this reluctance, this resistance, and this fear to creating change, especially when what we're doing is perceived as working. You see, creating change when we've got nothing to lose is quite easy. 
You know, people tend to leave their marriages or leave their jobs or create a big change, move house, for example. They tend to do that, those big actions that they take that create real change or real disturbances in their status quo. They tend to only do that when they're in crisis. They only do it when things get so bad that whatever else is out there must be better than this. Does this make sense? I have nothing to lose means I'm happy to gamble all of it. Of course you are. If you have nothing, of course you're happy to gamble. If I gave you nothing, if I gave you literally nothing and said, go to Vegas and just play with some plastic chips, it doesn't mean anything because you haven't got anything. There's no resistance there. But if I give you a hundred pounds and a hundred pounds is a lot of money to you, there'll be a natural resistance in you to gambling that hundred quid. So yeah, you could turn that £100 into £200 or even £1,000, but also you could very easily lose that £100. And now you have £100 that you didn't have before, you don't want to lose that £100. I could then say to you, right, you know what, let's up the stakes again. Maybe £100 isn't worth that much to you, so it's worth a punt. So I say to you, okay, take everything that you own, liquidate all your assets in the business, in your house, in your car, your watches, your TV, whatever it might be, and take all of that money, go to Vegas, and stick it on red. Now, I don't think there's many people out there that would come under the banner of sane that could do that, and even if they could do it for some reason, would find that easy, right? You spent 20, 30 years building up your life, building your business, you know, getting your home, paying off some of your mortgage, getting the car that you drive. Maybe you've got some nice trinkets in your life and you spent a long time, right? I mean, I don't know how old you are. You must have been 40, 50, 60 years to get to this point. And I'm saying take all of that and risk it on red or black. Now, the truth of the matter is, if you go to Vegas, you've got like a 50-50 chance of winning here. Those odds are actually pretty bloody good, right? I mean, the odds of winning in Vegas on red or black completely outstrip the chances of success in business in the first place. Most businesses fail. Most businesses don't get past five years. Hardly any of them get past 10 years. And such a tiny few ever make it to a million pound or more turnover. So sometimes you think, well, maybe the best thing I could do is take everything that I've built. Maybe it's worth half a million. Maybe it's 100 grand, 200 grand. Maybe it's 50 grand. Go to Vegas, one literally one roll of the ball. And if it comes up black, I double my money. How long would it take you to double your money? To take everything you've built over the last 20, 30, 40 years, how long would it take you to double that again? You go to Vegas, you can do it in one roll of that ball. The reason you don't do it is really simple. While statistically, it kind of might make sense, emotionally, it makes no sense at all. Because, yeah, you could have double what you've got right now, but what you've got right now is okay. You know, it's enough. I'm surviving. I've got my house. I've got my business. I've got whatever I've got. And the thought of losing that in one go is so terrifying that any excitement that you have of doubling your money in that one role is completely and utterly void. Now, please understand this. I most definitely am not suggesting that you should actually go and liquidate your entire life that you've worked your whole life for and go and stick it on red. What I want you to tune into is how you feel about even that prospect and how you'd feel if I had suggested that you do that 
what you might think if I said I had done that. And maybe even if you did do it, what would those people around you think? And this shows you the power that the status quo has. The power of the bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. To not gamble what I have, even though what I could have could be so much more. There is a resistance, there's a reluctance, and there's an evolutionary force within us that stops us gambling with what is perceived as already working. Evolution wants to get us to a point of survival. When we work out how to survive, it wants to maintain that survival. Now, this is true for business owners as well. Quite often, businesses are born out of someone being made redundant, someone running out of ideas, someone literally, you know, about to go crazy in their day job. And if they don't go and do something else, they're going to scream, they're going to go crazy, they're going to go mad. So a lot of time, business owners get into business to some degree at a crisis. Sometimes it's out of opportunity. They lose a job or they leave a job and, you know, there's no other extenuating forces other than they're excited about what they could create in their business, et cetera. But a lot of business owners, they get into this game out of a, a moment of crisis. You know, I don't know what else to do. This isn't working. Life isn't working. In other words, the unconscious gets the message that, the status quo that you're living in is no longer safe. It's no longer viable. It's no longer good, healthy, and therefore creating change now becomes a viable option. So that's why we do tend to create so much of the change that we create, especially big change, out of crisis. In fact, I say crisis is the harbinger of change. What we want to do as business owners is we want to actively create that change. So we need to first and foremost be aware of these forces within us that are holding us back, that are stopping us from losing or the perception of losing what we've created, even though we know that what we want to do, what we want to create is so good for us. So the first thing you need to understand is this, creating change is really difficult through no fault of yours, through no fault of mine, but through the millions of years of evolution that got us to this point that determines that if you're here breathing, eating, you're safe and you're sheltered, don't fuck with that. Don't mess with it. Maintain that forever and ever and ever. This is frustrating. It's also massively restricting. The truth matter is you're in your business, you're in your life. You've done what you've done to get to this point. You have proven that you can be trusted in your own life. And you're the wisest you've ever been in your life. You're the smartest. You have the most knowledge right now that you've ever had before. So therefore, your decision-making moving forward is better than it's ever been before. Therefore, your chances of doing the right thing, the chances of you setting the right goal, the, set, the, the right outcome, the right strategy, are constantly improving for you. So therefore, you need your unconscious to trust you more. And that takes a little bit of time for your unconscious to trust you. But the first thing to understand is there is this separation between you and your unconscious. The unconscious is rooted in evolution. It's rooted in nature, which is don't upset the apple cart. Don't let go of what we've worked so hard for. We're doing okay. It might not be great. It might not be brilliant. It might not be perfect. We're doing okay. In one of the roles that I had previously in a previous career, it was working with uh, victims of violent crime. And people would often, you know, just think on the outside, you know, if you're in an abusive relationship, why wouldn't you just leave? You know, if you're putting up with all this shit from your boss, why wouldn't you just leave? 
You know, if you hate your business so much, why wouldn't you just jack it in? If you don't like your car so much, just dump it. If you don't like et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The truth of the matter is we hold on so bloody tight to what we have, and it's not us that's holding on tight. It's so unconscious. It's evolution manipulating us to hold on so tight to everything that we can't potentially let that go to embrace something so much better for ourselves. It's not about gambling your life away. It's not about that. It's about allowing yourself to create change, allowing yourself to move forward, and also to forgive yourself for the resistance that you might feel towards this because it's not you. It's the millions, it's, it's hundreds of millions of years of evolution. That, however, is what we need to do. We need to create change. We need to involve our business. We need to evolve ourselves so that we can take our business and ourselves to the next level. So we can have so much more, so much, so much more happiness, fulfillment, more joy. We can have more material wealth if that's what you want. You can create greater good in the world. You can help more people, serve more people. You can inspire more people. Whatever it is that you really would want for yourself, but you're holding yourself back from that. So getting back to our theme today of what got us here is not what is going to get us there, I want to share with you an analogy, a metaphor, a concept with you, and it's that of the space shuttle. So when you saw the space shuttle take off, you see the aircraft itself, Strapped to the aircraft is a huge tank of fuel. And then you have these booster rockets on either side. Now, the majority of that fuel, the majority of all that force and that power is simply to get the bloody thing off the ground. So gravity has huge inertia to it. Like it doesn't want things to leave the ground. It's constantly trying to pull things to Earth. And when you're trying to send a space shuttle out into outer space, gravity holds it back. And to get free and to break free of those forces, it needs so much power, so much force. And you'll see the space shuttle, it'll fire its engines, it'll ignite its engines, and literally it will slowly start to creep, like an inch at a time, then a foot, then a meter, and so forth. But the truth of the matter is, it's burning so much of that fuel that it's holding just to get the damn thing moving. The irony is, of course, that it's burning so much of the fuel just to lift the rest of the fuel that it needs to make the next part of the journey. Fortunately, the further it gets away from the Earth, the more it breaks free of gravity and the less that gravity has an impact on it. It builds this momentum up. It requires less fuel to get further. So the first thing that happens is it jettisons that massive tank. It used up all that fuel just to break free. Then it jettisons the tank of fuel. Then it jettisons the big rocket boosters. All that's left at that point now is the small amount of fuel that's left on the shuttle and the small amount of power that the shuttle's engines produce. And that's all it needs to drift into outer space. And a little squirt of energy here and a little bit of squirt of energy there and it changes dramatically the course of the space shuttle. So the analogy I want to share with you right now is this, that to get you where you got to right now, assuming that you have lifted off in your business, there really could have been you know, a lot of force required to get things moving. 
But if we don't let go of some of what we did, whether that's a mindset, an attitude, um, actions, behaviors, activity, processes, systems, technology, maybe even staff, if we don't let go of some of that stuff, that stuff is actually going to hold us back. If the space shuttle didn't jettison the fuel tank and the booster rockets, it would never make it into outer space. It needs to let go of what got it to that point in order to continue its journey. And that is exactly the same for you in your business. You need to let go of that bird in the hand sometimes in order to grab fully the two, the four, the eight, the hundred birds that are in that metaphorical bush. It's hard, I know, it's challenging. We've just discussed why it's so challenging. But once you understand, and it's not about you understand, you're smart enough to get this. It's the unconscious that's working against you that needs to hear these words. And that is, we have to sometimes let go of what got us what we have today so that we can continue on our journey. We have to let go of people. We have to let go of our ideas, our concepts, our clients potentially, the ways we do business. We may have to let go of some of our belief systems. Maybe even some of our values might need some tweaking and adjusting in order to get us where it is that we are ultimately heading. So in your business, in your life right now, I want you to look, what's the stuff that you need to hold on to right now? Because that's the stuff that's part of your ongoing journey. I then want you to look, what's the stuff that needs to be jettisoned? What's the stuff that's actually holding you back? Don't just look outside of yourself. Look inside yourself as well. Look at your mindset. Look at your attitude. Look at how you think about yourself, the world, the market. If you feel that it's a tough market out there and it's super competitive and it's really tough and it's really hard, that may have spurred you on in the early days, but it may be tying you out and wearing you out right now. It may be uninspiring you right now and it may be holding you back to where you are right now. So look at what needs to be let go of, what needs to be jettisoned to free you to move forward. The last thing you want to look at is what do you need to bring in for that onward journey? What do you need to add to the mix? What do you need to keep? What do you need to jettison? And what do you need to bring in for this next phase of your journey? Fight those internal resistances to change. I'm not saying you should gamble. I'm not saying you should take unnecessary risks. What I'm saying is be the strategic, smart business owner that you are. Set the course for what it is that you want to create for yourself. Set those goals. Have that strategy. Have that plan. and then. You need to win over that unconscious on a daily basis to show it the gravitational pull of a million years of evolution. The gravitational pull of the fear of loss is holding you back and you need to push through that to break free. What do you need to let go of? What do you need to keep? And what do you need to bring in for your ongoing journey to take you and your business to the next level? Nice one. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear your thoughts on any of my content. You'll find all of my social media links in the descriptions. Please hook up, connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you are a business owner and you're in those early phases of business, maybe you're starting up, maybe you're already doing 20, 30, 40, 50,000, 
But for whatever reason, you haven't yet hit six figures. You haven't done 100K revenue, and you want to know what's it going to take to get you and your business to 100K or more in the next 12 months or less. If that is you, then get yourself onto my six-figure fast-track webinar. It's completely free of charge. It's a resource that's there for you, waiting for you right now to help you with your onward journey. It talks about a six-figure mindset. What's the mindset you need to have in place to hit 100K or more revenue? It then looks at your modeling. So what's your six-figure model need to look like? And then it talks about your six-figure methodology. The methodology that you need to have in place in your business, the day-to-day activity, the day-to-day actions that you need to be focused on in order to take your business to 100K or more. If gravity is holding your business back to 30, 40, 50, 60K, get yourself onto that six-figure fast track. Let me show you how you can hit 100K or more in revenue in the next 12 months or less. The website you need to go to is biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. That's biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. I'll also put the link in the description as well below. Get yourself on that, take yourself to the next level, and I'll see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up, extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 